0: All right, so I wanted to get on here, uh, we and just do a little kind of a special edition episode. Uh, I, some of you that kind of may follow along, see that we we have dropped uh, a digital collectible called the Eight One Three Jolly Roger uh, over the last few weeks, kind of um, celebrating this theme of pirates in Tampa, and as a way to invest in support and kind of signal um, participation with this kind of well-built city dream. And I'm sitting here today with Will, um, who works with us and who uh, has minted his uh, Jolly Roger. Um, And we were talking through this, and he was very new to all the Web3 stuff. And and we were just kind of talking through that kind of introductory level experience. Because for a lot of folks that want to support us, this is all like, you know, I can't tell you how many people have messaged me. Like, I don't know what this is or what you're talking about. And so I just asked Will to, like, sit down with me and say, why don't you while you're kind of in the experience of being new to this, walk me through the things that would be helpful to know, to hear, to address, um, so that I can be sure that I'm speaking to kind of the concerns that people may have, m- the needs they may have, even if they are interested, like what are the challenges and obstacles? Is that good enough of a setup to kind of dive in?
1: Yeah, that's perfect.
0: And, right. and I'm really excited to, to do this. Cause I think even just
1: recently I had an experience where I was sharing with one of my friends, what was going on. Yeah. And, uh, just them going through the process of asking the questions and me trying to figure out how to answer them. Yeah. and But also not, you know, like I, I want to be conducive to them doing this, but I don't want to just scare them away. Um, but recognizing that there does need to be some kind of in between, between like full fledged, you know how to do this versus I'm thinking about how to do this.
0: No, and I take for granted, you know, that I spent the last two years like obsessing every night. Like I believe this technology matters and I'm gonna figure it out. But then I come out like and go, hey, here's a thing. And people are like, yeah, I don't know. Like what is that thing? Why is that thing meaningful? How do I utilize that thing? But what I do love is that you, As I introduced you and onboarded you and kind of walked, held your hand to kind of walk you through the first steps of it. But then they know you immediately turn around and go, this is awesome. Let me share it with a friend. Uh, It's exactly what I hope for because I do think this is an important thing to get onboarded to. I do want to kind of make a case to everyone. This is something you should be paying attention to It's why I've been writing the down the rabbit hole series on word of the streets.xyz that hopefully people are reading along with, but I recognize that, people that aren't familiar aren't reading those because they're not familiar. Yeah. Yeah. So the fear of the unknown is a challenge here. Yeah. Yeah. And so just to try to kind of make it a little easier for people who are interested
1: in learning more and just to get like a very basic like, and, and again like a very, very, very basic because I'm very new to this so I don't have I anything it. perfect in depth to offer. Um, but just to ask a couple questions and to get your responses to them. That sure. way yeah. anyone who's Whatever listening can come be
0: helpful. Yep. Uh, just... This isn't helpful, y'all. Off. It's Will's fault for not asking the right questions. This is intended to be helpful and Will's yeah, you can guiding blame away. Yeah, 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 yeah. You can it, it'll be my fault.
1: It's okay. <laughs> uh, so I the first question this one's just really, really just to start, but what is Web3? and why should I care like that? Yeah. That's most people's first comment. It's like, I, this doesn't mean anything to me. Why should I care about it?
0: Yeah. So that's an, that's a really good question and it's a great place to start. So like, well, first of all, let's back up. Like, why is there even a number associated with the web? So we, you, 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 you know, with apps, you'll have like a point, like version one, version two kind of thing. So, um, when the internet some of us are old enough to remember like the beginning of the internet and when the internet first came out it was like uh, like an online newspaper basically it was a place that you could go and read that would be considered um, web one And then what happened and what most of us are familiar with is what's known as web 2.0 web 2.0 emerged. And that's where you have like blogging and social media um, where we are creating the content that is on these platforms and can interact with them. And that would be web 2.0, which was read, write. So version one, read version two, read, write. And then web three is read, write own. So you can all, you can read, you can write, but you can also now because of the, um, the advent or the, 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 like, because of the existence of things like blockchain technologies, there is now a way to have a digital property. Um, and so that now, so whereas, like, say, take, like, a Facebook, um, a Facebook owns all the content you put on it. Um, it's a centralized thing that owns all the content you create, whereas you can now in this new version of the web or will be able to kind of still own your work. Um, maybe a blog that you write could be, could be put out there, but still retain ownership ra- because of a decentralized kind of web, which is actually a, a return to some of the um, original values of the, of the web to begin with. but. You know, the corporations really won out and we're most familiar with these major centralized servers, the kind of, you know, the fangs of the world. Um, If you guys don't know that, it's like Facebook, Amazon, Netflix, Google's. How's that?
1: No, that's perfect. Um, So building off of that and, and just trying to see like, okay, if this is the next emerging technology, right? If this is the next step, and I think a lot of us can appreciate the fact that there's something new coming but whether or not we choose to engage in it is a lot has a lot to do with whether or not it's just risky to do. So I guess that's the next question: like getting involved in Web three, getting involved in and in
0: using that tool is that a risky thing to do? You know, I remember when, um, you know, my like when you could first put a credit card into a website to order something. And like my dad or my parents would be like, absolutely not. You are absolutely not putting a payment method into the internet. Um, we do come to technology with fear. I mean, just today, someone was like asking me about all this AI development that's happening just so rapidly. And they're like, how do you feel about it? Of course, my response is, it doesn't matter how you feel about it. Uh, this is what's happening. happening So like, yeah, let's learn to swim out here. And that kind of is my feeling about this, where I do think there are temperamental features. Like I think I am temperamentally excited by new things and open to risk. Like I have a high risk tolerance and whatever. But I would actually make the case to the conservative, maybe more nervous person, this temperamentally not the like, let's be the first adopter of something, that it's risky not to learn the ropes here. Like the the the, you know, the tide is rising. You should probably be learning how to swim um, now. And and it won't take major capital or major investment to set up a wallet to kind of there are things like even you know if you were following along with the uh, down the rabbit hole it's why I use like the Poops which is a proof of attendance protocol thing that we used because it's still free to use and it was free to drop so I was able to get people to set up a wallet and you know get and and claim kind of ownership of this like digital asset that costs nothing no transaction fees no nothing I was able to drop that to them. And then use those to practice like this voting mechanism. So there's all these things. And I just wanted to run through those. Now, that all might be things that weren't familiar to you guys. But we're exploring the possibilities of this space. And, I, and, it's, and I've and and I been trying to find ways to make it accessible for people to do. But there are things that people can do without putting really anything but their time up. Now, I have put a little bit of money every month into this because there are things like transaction fees there is a little bit of cost uh, to try new things and I have considered it not investment or it is a type of investment but not not financial investment. I think of it as um, tuition like I it's like taking a class like I'm gonna spend you know 25 50 bucks a month to learn something new. And we do that all the time. You do that to get a masterclass subscription or to take a course or or to read a book and uh, to listen to an audio book. And I look at it very similarly. I'm just budget this as a learning category. And then to me, you're flipping the idea of risk to like not knowing what you're doing. Like I showed someone something the other day. I forget who this was. and probably shouldn't say if I could remember, but I was showing them like how you log in with a wallet. So this is one of the things with the web two, web three question, right? Web two, you can now, you know, you sign in with Google, sign in with Facebook, and it's like you sign in with these ubiquitous kind of centralized servers, but with a wallet, that is something I imagine we'll get into that you set up that you need to kind of navigate the web three space. You set up this wallet, and now you can actually sign in with the wallet on any website, but it isn't some centralized server. It's decentralized where it just associates identity to this. Like the I mean, wallet's a fine term, but it's a digital identity is what it is. A digital fingerprint that is in your control and becomes your passport to web three. Basically. So I'm very excited about that. Like the way that, so I was showing someone how you log in with that and their eyes lit up and they were like, I'm so ill-prepared. I don't know any of this. Oh my gosh, everything's going to change. When, what day is this all going to flip over? And I'm like, you know, it's kind of like a really gradual. And then all of a sudden, like that hockey stick kind of thing. But, but this is, this is uh, a significant technology shift that you absolutely should be paying attention to. And it's why I'm so interested in writing these and, and recording this conversation and talking to everybody to say, guys, like, uh, I don't, I want to at least convince you to give it a fraction of your attention um, just so you kind of know that this thing is emerging because it's going to matter in the same way the internet matters. I mean, you know, it's like early on, I still, I just saw a clipping of like this internet fad. Like there's just, it was just a fad with geeks. Everyone made fun of it. Nobody's going to use that. Why would a business need a website? I've got a building. You can come in and buy your products. And like, Today, those articles are hilarious to read, but we're writing the same articles. We're saying the same things today.
1: Yeah. So, and and I I couldn't agree more. Uh, That answers a lot of the other questions because you address kind of like the cost, right? That's a big barrier for people. They're like, well, if it costs me money to explore it, I'm probably not going to risk money on something that I have no idea about. Yeah. But there are ways, like you mentioned, that you can just go and explore and learn, right? And you can always like read, like information is free there's a you, ton of you to know read. you, can, that's you right. can engage and and do things without putting money into it um and then once you're comfortable or if you're comfortable then then you can go at your own pace like there there's no forced progress for this um, that's right and i think that's one of the things that i when i first started at least i thought it was kind of an all or nothing type of thing well if i do web3 stuff that means i'm all in on crypto that means i'm all in on nfts that means like that, you know i'm yeah. i'm committing to this and then to realize that it was like no I mean, I I could be if I decided to be, but to learn how that works is entirely up to me and at my pace and at my speed. And that made it so much more relaxing
0: to just be able to play and actually enjoy being interested in something. I've actually watched your creativity get gasoline poured onto it because as soon as it clicks, you're like, oh, a world of stuff opens yeah, up. It's, and it's, it's like, no, that's, ex- potential that's what we mean by down the rabbit like hole. Anything. Like,
1: and, yes. And that's the part that's been extremely fascinating to me that I want to be sure that I can you
0: know, share with other people because that's the biggest thing. So I want to throw one thing in real quick. And this is yeah. a little advanced for the people we're targeting this at, But I do just want to say that it exists to you and to everyone. So I've done major like – Let's say experimental projects. There are what's called test nets where you can get like it's basically like a test blockchain where you can just get you know ETH that isn't real that you can just get from a faucet. You can like things that would have cost way too much money to like learn. Um, those you know take some like learning to figure out how to get on those different nets. But there are test nets that you can do you can do entire projects and build these things out just to see how it works without really spending any actual currency of any sort. It's just done on a test net with test ETH. Wow. And, um, and that's something to know about. Right. So yeah. You, yeah. Because then you could practice without burning real gas.
1: Yep. And, and I think there's something to be said for that. <laughs> uh, cause if you're like me, you're pretty conservative on everything. Like I won't, I don't do anything unless if I'm pretty sure I can do it well or successfully. And I think about, I probably overthink most things to be honest with you. Um, And that was one of the things that really stood in my way when it came to
0: like this web three and, and online stuff, by the way, for those listening, him describing his temperament in that way. uh, And if you don't know this about me, we're like night and day opposite in that way. But also I just want to say this is beside the point of what we're talking about, but is a great, it's why we need each other. Like, People that are super hesitant need the kind of person that will run out ahead, but I also need the people around me to go, can we think about safety for a second? Can we think about order for a second? Or even doing this conversation to go, what about these beginner pieces? I'm like, yeah, let's let's talk through them. So this is great. Yeah. And I'm, I'm going to build
1: off that with kind of like the last, because we're going to try to keep this shorter. Sure. Um, Web3 as more than cryptocurrency, as more than NFT, more than just a random technology, but if you can talk about Web3 as a way to build community. Because we, we talked about like the importance of like, even just onboarding somebody, like getting somebody started. Like I needed you to walk me through step-to-step because I, every time I did something, I was like, I didn't do what I expected it to do. Oh, no, did I just mess it up? Like Did I just mm-hmm. do make a horrible mistake? Did I ruin all of this? And then I could walk over and be like, John, yep. well, what does that mean? And you're like, Oh, yeah. That's that's just the confirmation thing. So yep, yep. click this button. This is basically what it means. Don't worry about it. This is perfectly normal. Um, and this is what it's going to look like once you're done with that. Mm-hmm. And it immediately put me at ease where I could actually go ahead and do it and get to the point where now I'm exploring stuff on my own. Not, like, still cautious, right? As yeah. you should be when yeah, you're looking at absolutely. something new. Read it all. Um, but, you know, playing. Like, I spent... I stayed up most of last night playing in Sandbox. That's what happens. Sandbox That's Ethereum. What happens. <laughs> and I can't, you know, I'm not going to put money in to buy land and build something, although maybe I will at some point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, I, I stayed up all night exploring Chinese New Year events yeah. And, yeah. and the metaverse, and I was like, this is amazing. Um, but all of that to say, can you talk a little bit more how it's, about it? It's more than just the technology it's the community that comes with it and the community that you can build with it.
0: Yeah, I don't know exactly um, how to speak to this, but like there is a – so there's – so when I first learned about all of this, the thing that actually clicked for me was the community development aspect. So there is the financial side where I thought this is a great opportunity to build new and local economies among, let's say, unbankable people. So I saw a real opportunity for the poor – to have tools like I mean already you can see how easy it is to transfer funds from one wallet to the other and that could it wouldn't matter if I was in Venezuela or in South Africa or anywhere on the planet it's just yeah. as simple just as easy without going through these um, people that take huge fractions of money and this that and the other so it's good for remittances it's huge um, but but then like apart from just the currency piece uh, you know, some, some people listening probably know in my history, I lived in like what we called like a little intentional community and we would meet on Sunday nights and we would talk about what are the issues and we pooled money as a group. Like when, and part of our rent was like house dues that went into like, what well, kind of a shared pot of money that we would talk about. Like, what are our goals? What are we working to? What do we want to do? And we would vote on like. All right, let's spend this much on the groceries and this much for our neighbor, fixing our neighbor's roof and this much for the block party we want to do next month and things like that. And that only seemed possible. It was beautiful, but only seemed possible with a bunch of people living in the same space. When I learned about this technology and figured out what smart contracts actually are. So an NFT on the back end is what's called a smart contract. The very simple thing is picture a, um, a vending machine. You put quarters in, you put the numbers in. So certain inputs produce certain outputs automatically. Then your Reese's comes out or your whatever comes out because you put in the money and the numbers. That's it. It's inputs, outputs, automated. Well, with smart contracts, it's like if we all make this vote, then the funds that are held in this contract deploy to whatever was voted for automated automatically. Like you don't have to have trust in some bag holder some centralized treasure the 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 wasn't that judas's job too like yeah <laughs> see, the, yeah it's like you yeah, don't need to before. have that person right and the contract can function that way well what that means is you can actually organize human beings at scale and so now we're seeing what's called DAOs, decentralized autonomous organizations that are communities of people pooling resources uh, to, to whatever goals they describe for themselves rallying around certain causes from all over the world Collaborating in digital space and executing as an entity um, that is completely uh, democratic and automated in terms of the functionality, it doesn't need centralized power broker leadership, which I am ecstatic about in terms of what that means for engaged citizenship, what that means for human freedom and flourishing, what that means for real cooperative building. Um, I'm that's where I see major opportunity and why hopefully it's obvious to everyone why the well. Thinks these are important tools because I'm like, you know, as we dream of building an economy that works for everyone, as we dream of a of a well-built city full of engaged citizens, as we dream of all of these things that we aim at, um, these seem like uh, incredible tools that will be able to be deployed as we get people onboarded to them. So that's where the effort yep. is now. It's like onboarding, which is like, oh, hey, by the way, this is cool, like digital collectible drop. Hopefully you'll stay with us over the long haul, but that's what, you know, this is that.
1: Yeah. And and I would say even just commenting on that, the part that fascinates me is that collective impact potential, mm-hmm. right? Like when you can organize people around a cause or a goal or a strategy or, you know, objective or whatever you want to set, and then everyone gets to choose how they participate in moving that needle forward. Yep. That to me is incredible like like it it removes so many barriers and you can actually start to build in community of builders and find like-minded people where you're not limited by so many of the things that limit you when you try to do something like that today Mm -hmm. um all right so you mentioned onboarding that's the perfect segue to the last part of this i know like for me personally and for my friend that i was helping do it the the process of onboarding is not intuitive Mm-mm. Um, and it, it's very strange and it's kind of, is kind of nerve wracking yeah. to be honest. Um, me too. And so when, when you're doing that, first off, like it, it's more than one piece, right? We have this idea that if, if, if it's a real thing, I should be able just to go in and it should do everything for me like one consolidated service means yeah, a we've, been, we've been
0: trained by like the ghouls of the world. Right.
1: Yeah, yeah. that's right. Yeah. That's like, right. like if it's a really good service at what it does, it should be all
0: inclusive. Like it should do everything I need it to do. And so that's this part of the, doesn't. Part, I'll just say part of the challenge of sovereignty is when you have sovereignty and control of something, then you have responsibilities and this is actually true sovereignty. Like you have sovereignty over this wallet uh, there is no, if you lose your seed phrase, yeah, that's there's <laughs> no one to call, right? So it is like, Hey, no, when you set up your wallet, you're going to give get, be, get MetaMask or whatever. You'll be given these 12 words. Guys, if this is something you're going to stick with, these 12 words are very, very, very important. Don't store them in some online. Don't put them in your Google drive, like store them physically, store them in a safe store, them somewhere safe. Even if you don't have a bunch of money in this like your bit that wallet then becomes like a digital identifier and the way that you log into that is these 12 words in this specific order so that becomes like your pin but there is no one to call if that doesn't work now you set that wallet up so that's one step that you're talking about and that's an important step that's what that's your passport into web3 that's how you can log on to stuff and do whatever and you can do most things with just your wallet just the wallet you just need the wallet which is like it's my identity and oh, by the way, you can set up as many of those as you want. So I have different wallets, different identities that you might say, this is my work. This is my professional one that in time will be like a little more, you know, I actually do think well, our credentials will be digitally held this way. Where like, rather than uh, writing a resume, I'm gonna show you my professional wallet and you'll see a body of work. And that's like, these things are going to be how this works. Then you have a personal one or whatever, so you can set up multiple of those. But I won't go down the weeds there. We can do that in a, in a post on down the rabbit hole. Yeah, later. But on. like, but then, but then you have Coinbase or any centralized exchange, which I advise people to use. These like a public restroom. So you have to set up an account, you have to KYC and go through all the steps like setting up a bank account. But what I mean by using a public restroom is you go in, you do your business, you get out. Which is you go in, you. You send money from your bank account to Coinbase. You convert that over to Ethereum or whatever um, currency you're utilizing. And then you send it out of the centralized exchange into the wallet that you hold sovereignty over. So there is no third party holding your belongings. Um, But, you know, some people hold plenty of money on Coinbase. But we have heard stories of centralized Uh, These are like hybrids between bank and wallet. It's a bridge to that world, basically. It's necessary because of government regulation. So you have to be KYC to do it, um, which means know your customer. It's a banking rule. So the government insists that banks need to know who they're interacting with. And Coinbase is under those same rules. So you set up a Coinbase account or any whatever exchange you want to use. And then you send that over to your wallet. Those are the steps you're talking about, and then maybe then what you go do or buy or whatever with your wallet, like yeah. Yeah, on an open OpenSea or on our mint page.
1: Yeah, and, and those those are the first, or those are really just the basic two things, right? Like you're mm-hmm. you're pretty functional after doing just those two things. And what I, I I'd like to just encourage everybody, like read about it, be familiar with it. But if it's something, if this is something you're interested in, and you're just not sure if you just want to risk it by doing it yourself, come find us. Like. Oh, message like, me. Like, yeah, reach out like, to I'm us. very interested um, in helping. Yeah, and, and we'll walk you through it. We'll explain what it means. We'll answer any other questions that you have. And I know that there's a lot of questions that we're not going to have time to talk about now. Um, but we're here, and that's the other cool thing about Web3. Like, everybody that's involved with Web3 is currently learning about Web3 in some way. They may be farther ahead that's right. than other people, but they're still learning. And everyone started in the exact same spot. Like, everyone started... Well, and, and, and by the and way, back to the forward. community
0: piece on like, just like, so Twitter is a, actually a phenomenal place for like the web three Twitter. Once you kind of get into that world, it's full of, now it's also full of like scammers sending you links. Don't click on random links. People are messaging you or tagging you in. However, um, there's a ton of people that are going, I've learned something. I'm trying to, I'm trying to share what I'm learning people are educated because everyone's in that learning posture and helping one another. It is the most positive version of the internet I've ever seen since the beginning of the internet. Um, people going like, you know, we're in this together. We're going to make it like, how can we help, um, serving and loving one another? It's actually like a really cool kind of version of the internet that is emerging. Um, there is a bit of a new vernacular that you might need to like learn, but uh, you'll, you'll, you'll figure it out. Um, yeah, dude. And and I and I guess for those listening, I just want to say, so like this specific project we dropped, these Jolly Rogers, um, they are still minting. They're 0.0813 ETH, or there is, I don't know that any any are really for sale on secondary yet. Usually that happens after mint, but you can go check them out on OpenSea, the ones that have already been minted. Um But these are uh, digital collectibles. It's a way to support the work of the well, invest in the work of the well. I I think this is a cool opportunity for nonprofits because It gives the ability to like invest in a nonprofit in a very real way, but not just like a donation, but like to have like some, this is like a credential, like a badge of investment that says, I support these guys. I'm with these guys, but also uh, as we build value over time, that credential, that digital collectible is also going to be a ticket so on march 30th we're gonna have a uh, a private showing um about the civil rights movement here it'll be at stageworks and those that have these tokens will have access to that that's your ticket to that we're gonna have some other events throughout the year we're gonna run some like web 3 intro classes that's your ticket to these and so if you want to buy a pass to festivals and to the play and to this that and the other and anything else we choose to do um this is going to be the the kind of admission pass and so already with what I've just named the price of it's already such a steal Um, but I just believe we're going to be able to deliver tremendous value on this and build on this for years to come where this will be the original collection and I just think it's we will make this meaningful Um, not just as like a process for you being onboarded and learning but as like where a lot of things that grew out of uh, our vision for a well built city really receded with this community and so I really want to invite everyone to like join us and invest in this but also if this is just an opportunity for you to learn and grow like let's do that do it yeah Yeah. exactly
1: yeah perfect so and again like if you have any questions please feel free to reach out i I mean you can reach us through any of the wells instagrams um if you're looking for the 813 stuff specifically you can go to the 813 collectives instagram yep uh shoot it a message someone on the team will see it we'll answer you Um, message John join the discord um, go to word on the streets right like there's a lot of ways for everyone to be able to communicate Mm -hmm. and honestly we're excited
0: to talk to anyone and everyone that wants to well and I'll just say if there's enough people like even just a handful it doesn't have to be a lot if a couple of you I want to do this. I want to get set up. I want to buy a Jolly Roger. I, I, you know, I, I read the stuff. I'm having a hard time. I'm frustrated. You know, a lot of people, confusion is very close to anger. So they're like, I just closed it. Cause I'm frustrated. Cause I, you know, I don't understand. Yep. Um, I would be happy to set a night to get us all together, open our computers and walk through it step by step together. And if people are interested in that, if that would be helpful to you, ask me for it. Like, and if a couple people ask it, we'll schedule it. Yeah. Great. Well, it's a good start. Yeah, it's a great
1: start. And Thank you for
0: taking the time to answer those questions. Hopefully that's helpful to people out there. All right, guys, well, let us know if we need to answer anything else. And until next time, y'all be good.